0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
2: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is Erin's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands.
3: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.
5: KFI AM 640, you're listening to the John and Ken Show On Demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then if you miss stuff after 4 o'clock, uh, the John and Ken On Demand podcast, and uh, it's uh, the whole show all over again, and you could pick up whatever you missed.
6: All right, well, we're going to get right into it. Uh, this, today, what was brought to our attention, what we're going to talk about, is something called the Los Angeles County Equity Oversight Panel. Imagine such a thing in that damn word, equity, which we've been dealing with now for too many years. I don't know when it was formed, but apparently it's being used by the LA County District Attorney, George Gascon, to go after the critics within his own department. this yes. panel investigates complaints, so to speak, and then it's turned over back to the DA's office, and he sometimes comes back with a punishment like a suspension.
5: Well, he uses it to go after his critics. And it's, 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 that's the only purpose of this oversight committee. But right, it's cover. But in, right. in the Soviet Union and in uh, communist China, they have these kinds of panels, commissions, and what they do is they police speech, and they police conversation, and they have uh, citizens snitch on one another, workers snitch on one another. And when every, anybody says anything that's outside the party rules... Then uh, you're, you appear before the, the committee and they issue a punishment. So this is what Gascon has imposed. It's exactly the same mechanism that the the Soviets and the, the Communist Chinese use. Well, and our it's guest to, to keep order.
6: Our guest is LA County Deputy District Attorney Shea Santa, who finds himself suspended once again. and I guess the investigation was done by this panel. He is given a ten day suspension and we're going to talk about the details of this and what Gascon is up to this time by getting Shea back on the show.
5: Shay Santa, welcome. How are you? I'm
6: doing well. Thank you for having me back. Well, My first question is, how long has this panel been around?
1: Um, I'm not exactly sure. A few years, and it's through the county, the L.A. County. Um, right. It's L.A. County's equity.
6: equity oversight panel, and then they investigate these complaints, and then they turn something over to, like, Gascon's office, and he decides what to do with uh, their conclusions, I suppose?
5: Yes. What's the complaint?
1: So the complaint is that when referring to a brutal strong-arm robbery where three individuals go into a mini-mart and surround um, a kid trying to get a soda, um, they start attacking him. Every time he turned his back, they attack him. They eventually drug him out of the store, stomped him out, stole his backpack containing his necessary medical supplies because he did have a disability. Um, and when referring to the attack, I allegedly said that the attack was like a pack of hyenas. Um, and that was taken out of context. Gascon's um, top special advisor at the time, Alyssa Blair, filed an equity complaint. She's the same person who filed the equity complaint against me for misgendering. James Tubbs. Yes. Um, oh, God. And they did it.
6: Yeah, that was your other suspension, right?
1: Yeah. Right. So they yep. did it eight months after that case. The strong-arm robbery case had settled. So they waited eight months until I went public on a couple other issues and criticized Gascon. And then Gascon's top advisors filed this uh, equity complaint. And then and they what? waited... Uh,
6: I was just going to say, where did they dig this comment up that you s- supposedly made about hyenas? Where did they find that? Were you interviewed or something? Or
1: So part? I also handled a case where a hit-and-run um, driver ran down a mom in an alley pushing a stroller.
6: Oh, we know that one well, right.
1: Yeah, so when I handled that case, um, that case went viral, and the media really um, started publicizing it on June 4th. And then I gave public statements on June 16th about how Gascon's policy led to the release of Justin Flores, the individual who murdered those two Amante police officers. Oh, yeah. And that was on June 16th. Then on June 24th, Alyssa Blair filed this equity complaint, and the defense attorney on the hit-and-run case was also the defense attorney on that strong-arm robbery case. Oh, but the strong arm robbery case occurred in 2021, and they didn't yeah. file this equity complaint until June of 2022. Yeah, right, it, they were they
5: were digging to stuff. find anything they could on you. The, right? the, the whole thing is set up. I have no idea why why pack of hyenas would be interpreted as a, any kind of a, any kind of a improper comment.
1: I, I have no idea. Well, they were saying it's dehumanizing to describe the conduct.
6: The attackers.
1: Uh, I I I think the stomping
5: the stomping of that uh, that sick kid was a bit dehumanizing,
1: right? And dragging him out of the mini mart, and every time he turns his back, um, the one who is behind the victim attacks him.
5: Yeah, Um, you know this is you know it's it's almost pointless to to discuss the actual language used or the context because that's not the point. The point is that you are criticizing George Gascon in public about these high-profile cases, and he is guilty. He is responsible for a lot of these crimes and a lot of the suffering that the victims go through because of his policies, and you keep pointing it out in public, so this is retaliation. This is to make your life miserable and warn every other employee in the uh, DA's office, no more public criticism criticism of going We're not tolerating it. We'll, dest- we'll try to destroy your life.
1: Correct, and and very convenient that The investigation was concluded months ago, um, and they've been sitting on it. But last Sunday, when I went on Fox News and endorsed Jonathan Tatami to run for the next DA and be the next DA of L.A. County, two days later, I'm hit with the suspension. So they waited, and as soon as I made a public comment endorsing someone other than Gaston, that I would assume
5: I would assume what they have is a... uh a file on you and a number of other attorneys have gone public. And what they've done is collected uh, all kinds of uh, private comments, uh, jokes, uh, discussions. They've uh, do their lawyer magic to take things out of context, twist it around, and they have ammunition ready to go against anybody who says anything negative about Gascon, especially with uh, an election year coming up very soon, that this is what they're going to do. They're going to try to shut down public discussion of Gascon's horrendous record. And they do this They do this on purpose. I'm sure they've had many meetings, brainstorming sessions. What can we get on him? What mm-hmm. can we twist? That's what they do.
1: And I'm sure you're right. But if they think that by trying to bully me or intimidate me or suspend me is going to get me to be quiet, they're wrong. Um, I'm just going to call them out more and make it look how ridiculous it is. And then... I'm going to put him on blast for the lies and all the misstatements and false representations, And then I'm going to hold them accountable. You have a bunch of inexperienced public defenders and attorneys at top management. George Gascon has never tried a case. And now he's trying to play games and ruin the reputations of hardworking uh, public servants that have years of experience. And I don't think that's a fight he wants to pick.
5: No, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's war. You know, he wants to go to war. Then All the other uh, deputy DAs have to go to war as well.
1: Right. Right. And that's what it comes to, because when it, um, when he's lying and filing these false complaints and then suspending DAs um, and trying to ruin their reputations, which have been built over 30 years, um, we got to we got to fight back.
6: And this L.A. County Equity Oversight Panel, that's the group he uses, it says here it's made up of employment law experts or review complaints against employees. That's what he's using as sort of cover to
1: retaliate. So what he does. He, what he does is he has his top advisors, his special advisors and his chief of staff, and actually Sharon Wu, the second in charge of our office, she's the one who filed the first complaint. So the chief deputy filed the first complaint about me misgendering tubs. So he has his top people use the county, weaponize the county's hey. board of equity so it <laughs> looks independent. And then when they <laughs> come back and say, hey, we don't really find anything, um, you know, maybe violated a DA policy. Then they drop the hammer and claim in public that it was in an independent investigation.
5: Yeah, no, it wasn't exactly well because these equity oversight panels—they're—they're they're designed in order to trap enemies and destroy yes. them. That's the whole purpose of it. they have got—they've got no uh, noble issue that they're actually fighting with these. It's about destroying critics and you come up with some beautiful woke term like equity oversight panel to make it sound like they're doing something righteous. No, they're not. It's just old, an old-fashioned retaliation panel. That's all. Uh,
6: it's, right.
1: uh, and in Gasgon's case, all he's doing is taking the side of the criminals once again.
6: Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And you were trying to take the side of the victim. That's exactly how this office works. Yeah, he would have been great. And, and he goes p- after you for criticizing the, uh, the
5: criminals, the attackers. It's right. amazing. When, yeah, his actions are releasing these criminals and they're going out to kill. And anybody who points that out gets the equity oversight panel sicked on him. I mean, this is this is gross stuff. This is despicable stuff. But he's a despicable man. He's he's one of the worst public figures I've ever seen in my life.
6: Well, challengers are lining up, so hopefully next year we can knock him out of office. Shay, thank you so much for coming on. We're sorry about your suspension, but uh keep fighting the good fight. Thank you. All right, that's L.A. County Deputy District Attorney Shea Santa, who's been suspended again by George Gascon's office. Uh, they are using something called the L.A. County Equity Oversight Panel to investigate complaints that actually come from Gascon's yeah. minions yeah. And, and distort them into something. In this case, he's racist because he called them the attacker's hyenas. Shea uh, Ten days, you're uh, out.
5: Uh, Shea Santa is uh, one of the good guys. He's what a prosecutor ought to be, just like all the other prosecutors are coming our show. And a super show. good
6: guy because yeah. he's gone public. There's many, yeah. many deputy DAs who are really good guys. They're not going as public as a small handful that we talk to regularly on the show are. I mean, they're putting their careers on the line against this guy because they believe that he's dead wrong and should but, be
5: ousted. And by the way, they're not allowed to talk, us, talk to us during work hours. Uh, We, if you you notice, we increasingly have these guys on in the one o'clock hour because that's the lunch hour for the deputy DAs. Or sometimes we tape the interviews in advance, but we can't put them on later in the afternoon because they're not allowed to speak during their work hours to us.
6: All right. uh, We'll return. John and Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app.
5: You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640 on the radio from one till four after four o'clock johnny ken podcast uh, johnny ken on demand
6: Uh quick reminder the moist line is back day after tomorrow leave your messages through that app uh, that's right the microphone icon or call the toll-free number one eight seven seven moist 86 one eight seven seven six six four seven eight eight six we play those calls during the three o'clock hour on friday well we're going to talk about george gascon but in a different context right now and of course The big story that we mentioned yesterday is that uh, there are now charges against another Los Angeles City Council member. This is Curran Price, Curran Price Jr. Five counts of embezzlement of government funds, three counts of perjury, two counts of conflict of interest. We'll delve into these charges, and we'll have a much longer discussion on this later in the show when Daniel Gus from the
5: Gus Report joins us. Also married to two women at the same time.
6: (laughs) Yes, trying to love two. There's the old song it was torn between two lovers. Oh, I think he was insisting that he had somehow legally divorced the first woman, but that but, doesn't hold up. But how do you not know whether you're divorced or not? Something like he put an ad in the paper? There, there, <laughs> there, and he couldn't find her was his uh, reasoning. There, he couldn't find her to serve her with the divorce papers, but that also seems ludicrous. No, there
5: there's out. there's a there's paperwork when, when you get divorced and it says you're divorced on it. Right, but he couldn't and,
6: serve her. Right. So he's claiming that that, that shouldn't mean, I mean he's not divorced. serve her when You have to actually when, deliver the papers to the uh, the other person when the judge dissolves a marriage that's the
5: moment the marriage is dissolved as soon as the judge does I, it.
6: I, if the other side doesn't show up i don't know if that works
5: that way I think so you then you can to... never end the marriage if the other side just takes off and disappears. <laughs> they... <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't sound right.
6: Well, I think after a period of time it would be considered null and void. Well, anyway, let's talk about the woman that uh, he also claims was his wife while he was still married to the first one we've been talking about. Um the
5: accusation here oh, anyway, anyway that it, it uh, cuz I just looked at Daniel Gus's piece. Uh he claimed he couldn't locate her but Gus found her less than 5 in less than 5 minutes.
6: Oh, I didn't say it was yeah. bogus. I just said that that was his excuse. Uh he's charged with having a financial interest in projects that he voted for on as a council member and having the city pay 34 grand in medical benefits for his now wife while he was still married to another woman. That's the essence of the complaints and of course there's perjury in there too uh between 2019 and 2021 Price's wife, and this would be the second wife, allegedly received payments totaling more than 150 dollars from de- up developers again. Mm-hmm. Price voted to approve the projects. and He it also was
5: is accused of failing to list the money his wife got on government disclosure. And forms. it was affordable housing projects. And what he was doing is the city was uh, selling uh, these buildings at cut rate prices to the developers who had bribed Curran Price through mm-hmm. his wife.
6: Wow. Well. You know, were, Doesn't that sound familiar? It's a little so, different than the other developer right, scandals, right. but they're along the same yeah, lines. But the
5: developer saves a lot of money on the purchase price and gives a kickback through the wife back to current price. All right? Easy. And what is the reaction of the El Segundo
6: Times predictably playing down the actual criminal case and playing up how important current price is to the community? Uh, they got one story headlined, For Price Charges Could Threaten a Political Career as an Ally of Labor and Low Wage Workers. Lament, lament, just like they did with Mark Ridley Thomas. Right. right? So he, so they didn't do that with Weezar or Mitch Englander, but
5: they did no, with no. these two. No, I know. Uh, Because they they judge these cases by the color of the politician's skin.
6: And they consider apparently the black community the true really big underdog in Los Angeles. So they need all the help they can get if they're losing black representation. Well, that matters more than whether or not they're a criminal. The weird twist, though, is his district is mostly Hispanic. Which is the case in most of LA. Right. But current price district, district is like be now largely black because of the way the is populations like old, have shifted.
5: It's like around 80% Hispanic. So Yeah, he's district
6: hey. number nine, uh, which represents an area, was that South LA in areas like that? It,
5: it's, it's from uh, around LA Live all the way south along the uh, east side of the 110 freeway.
6: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Price's reputation is on the line following these criminal charges. On the line. line, a long-standing public <laughs> servant has given his life to the city of L.A. said a spokeswoman. Who
5: asked for his life? Well, well, no, he only got into politics in order to, uh, to to steal money. That's why he got into it. You're right. His pop- the population is 78
6: percent Latino and 13 percent black.
5: Yeah. So, but yeah, they've yeah.
6: elected a black representative since the early 60s. Well, I would guess a lot of Latinos don't vote either.
5: Well, they 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 elected a corrupt representative. I, I I it's amazing how many of these council people are corrupt, because this is the fourth one now that's going to go to jail. Four of them out of fifteen—that's twenty-seven percent of the city council—is going to end up with a jail sentence. Right. And then you have those uh, three stooges involved in that uh, audio tape scandal. And and one of the crimes in that audio tape scandal, which is glossed over, everybody focuses on the racial language. But what they were doing was they were trying to carve up the districts for racial purposes.
6: So that Latinos were more Latinos on city council. So
5: that was corrupt, too. So those three were corrupt on top of the four that are getting jail sentences. That's seven out of 15. Then you add the idiot Mike Bonin and you have a majority of reprehensible or criminal manipulative council people. I, it, it, it is a council of clowns and crux and criminals. They're trying
6: to uh, determine whether or not they're going to suspend them from the city council. It's the motions being, I think, discussed oh, this afternoon. That's there. what I mean. they
5: did to Ridley Thomas. They're going to have to.
6: They're going to have to, right. And it's interesting that this has been brought by the L.A. County D.A. George Gascon because it just seems that this would be a sensitive matter. In communities that he thinks are underrepresented, right and often ignored, uh, one of their leaders. Uh, we'll be talking a lot more about this at three oh five with Daniel Gus and the Gus Report. And uh, got to give him credit; he was mentioned Current Price in many of his writings that uh, he thought eventually they're going to come for Current Price, and uh, he was right. He also claimed that many in city government
5: were ignoring what uh, was under their noses. That's what's fascinating. He wrote about uh, it looks like about eleven different stories on Current Price. Uh, since 2017, and the LA Times, almost nothing. Uh, right, we got more
6: coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio app.
5: You're listening to John and Ken on demand.
0: Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder.
2: The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students
0: like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills.
2: Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore
0: more stories like Shana's at meta.com slash impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it any time or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Errands.
3: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.
4: And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase.
5: From KFI AM 640.
6: Well, the whole Trump media circus in Florida is over with the charges yesterday in court made official. But we will talk to Royal Oaks, ABC News legal analyst, after 2 o'clock about what's next and how long this whole process could take. This is dealing with the case over the uh, documents. That Trump held on to the critical classified government documents. Uh, who knows? By the time they even get close to being in court with any of these cases, there could be a third indictment of Trump, uh, particularly coming out of Georgia. You know, they're at the election. He's
5: got he's got six cases waiting for him. Are but, they all federal or are they also uh, they're, state? They're they're all over the place. Oh, there there's are. there's uh, there's the one in New York City over the Stormy Daniels payments. There's there's this one over the documents. Then there's, in Georgia, interfering in the election process there. Then there's the January 6th insurrection and whatever role he had in that. There's also a Trump organization lawsuit from the Attorney General in New York over, over fraud. And then that that uh, writer, Eugene Carroll, who won a, uh, a, a civil case over Trump assaulting her, has another defamation case against him because he keeps saying, Bad things about her and denying what happened
6: i think so, that cnn town hall set her off yeah he said some more things about her during that so, town hall so, and she wanted to add that to the complaint or something
5: right she she filed another addendum yeah so there's there's six things he's gonna have to deal with in court over the next uh, year or so
6: well to his supporters that just proves their case the deep state is out to get him right uh now in sacramento the state legislators are apparently they should be working on the budget but of course, before they go out of session, they pass whatever phony budget they're going to pass. They're dealing with other bills. The one that gets our attention, which deserves some time to talk about, is Assembly Bill 957. It cleared the Senate Judiciary Committee with an 8 to 1 vote. 8 to 1. This is the work of California State Senator Scott Wilk and an Assemblywoman uh, by the name of Lori Wilson. We'll talk about her in a moment. Uh, I'm sorry, this is the work of uh, Scott Weiner. We'll talk about Scott Wilkes. Scott Wiener is apparently uh, one of the people behind this bill. Now, when I first saw the headlines on this, I was really alarmed. I'm still alarmed. But it made it sound like you could actually be charged criminally if you do not affirm the gender of your child, is the language. What the bill's really about is custody battles. And it could be the case where if the other side makes the case against you that you are not, quote, affirming a child's preferred identity, you could be in trouble when it comes to custody matters. That's what's in the bill.
5: This, this is atrocious because there. is, I'm starting to think there really is some kind of weird push going on um, with the sexuality stuff in children because you're going to take an underage child. He's going to start claiming that he feels like a girl or a girl feels like a guy And if a parent has any skepticism about whatever this gender-affirming treatment is, then you basically could lose custody rights to the kid. This stuff is extremely dangerous. A lot of this stuff is not proven. There are many people in gay activism circles and doctors who say, wait, hold on. We don't really know what goes on with these kids. And the danger is, is you might have a kid... Who might have some gay tendencies. But depending on what you say to them, they might want to switch sexual identity. In fact, some gay activists are saying this is a way to erase all gay people. That if you see any gay tendencies in your kids when they're very young, just switch their sex. And of course you could convince a child of almost anything. And then,
6: I think the key here though is the parent should be making these decisions. Now, the problem with this and this bill is that the parents could disagree. Right. Which but who means- says that the parent that thinks that the kid should have the other gender is correct? And that's going to be up to courts and judges and all that crap? This is a well, swamp. Well, this,
5: this is why you should not be giving any kind of gender-affirming treatments to kids because it's impossible to know which way things are going to go. It's impossible. A lot of this is just... Uh, suggestion into kids' minds. You know, if they show some tendencies, we'll just let them live their lives. You don't. You, is, don't uh, you don't have to put a label on them. You don't have to start giving them treatments and therapies and drugs. That that that's ridiculous. This is completely uncharted, unproven territory. There's no consensus on it other than among
6: activists. Yeah, I read a pretty good column. We're trying to get the guy on the air. He's a gay man, and he said, you know, the way things are being interpreted today, and he's particularly worked up over Pride Month because the trans thing has become the story of Pride Month. He said, you know, as a kid, uh, I had tendencies where I seemed feminine. Would there be somebody that would say, well, we should have transitioned you to a girl? But he goes, as a gay man, I wanted to stay a man, and I don't want anybody to jump that decision. That's exactly what I'm talking about.
5: Yeah, I, I, read, I read that guy's piece, and that crystallized my thinking on this. And I read uh, uh, some other uh, uh, people as well who, who said this this is not what you want to do to kids because nobody really knows what's going on. And and doctors say this, too. You, you Now, how the,
6: young are they pushing for this? Do you know? I mean, I've seen some ages, like 12.
5: But is it even younger than that? Yeah, it is it, it is younger than that. It depends on the hysteria of the parent, and it depends if one of these a- activists gets involved. No. And 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 uh, there is such a desire for people to be part of this movement and it gives them some kind of social standing. It, it's it's because never... they
6: believe and they've exaggerated this, that there are many people that because the societal norms have been suppressed for being their true selves,
5: even mm-hmm. at a young you age, know what? that that's a great theory. And they need this freedom. That that's a great theory. There's no proof of that. What, what what everyone knows, though, is there can be, uh, uh, an, uh, su- you can suggest a kid and get him to believe things about himself, which may not be true. That is obvious. We, we, we indoctrinate kids with religion all the time. Well, the reason
6: we have to stop we- at the edge of this cliff is because you start getting involved in things like puberty blockers. Now you're really yes. talking serious medical stuff. That's right. Yeah, that's really that's really sick. And if
5: that's, I'm I'm a father, and 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 uh, my ex wife wants to feed my son puberty blockers because uh, he seems a little effeminate, and I don't have the right to question to, that. In right. fact, I, I should to, to block that. I right. shouldn't have to question it. It should never be done. You shouldn't be given puberty blockers to anybody for any reason ever. That should be illegal. Right, and this is where this is going to go. They'll go into child custody court. She'll bring in her experts before a
6: judge. You'll have to bring in your experts, and the judge will have to figure out, "Mm, is this kid really maybe better off with the other gender or not? All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I did mention State Senator Scott Wilk from Santa Clarita, Republican. We try to get him on the show because uh, he made some statements about this yesterday. Clearly, he's not a big fan of Assembly Bill 957, and he talks, uh, we'll play some audio, about how maybe it's time for California parents to leave the state. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640 Live Everywhere, iHeartRadio app.
5: More than just parents. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the air from 1 till 4, and then after 4 o'clock you miss stuff, you go to the iHeart app for the John and Ken On Demand podcast.
6: All right, well, we're talking about a bill in Sacramento known as Assembly Bill 957. This one deals with custody matters between two parents fighting over a child, and they want to add gender identity affirmation into the whole custody mess. The bill is co-authored by State Senator Scott Wiener. The primary author is Assemblywoman Lori Wilson, a Democrat, and as you might suspect, She has a child that is trans. Here is part of what she said as to why we need this legislation.
4: If you have a seven-year-old who's who's talking about having a potential to say, I being able to articulate that they believe that they are not the same gender um, as they are biologically, then it should be affirmed and through care. It should be determined. And that's what we did with our own child. And that would give the ability for a parent who wasn't sure to affirm and get their child the care that they need to make that so they can begin to articulate that determination. But by saying and rejecting it in wholesale, then you're essentially rejecting your child.
6: Hmm. A seven year old, a seven year old. No, that's too
5: young that you, you wondered what the age is. You know wow. something? There, there is, there is no limit to this stuff. A seven-year-old is going to tell you that they feel like a girl today, and you're going to take them to gender-affirming care. Now, what do you think the biases of all these alleged doctors and experts and therapists? Their bias is, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, you have a a a, a, a transsexual here, and we're going to have to give her uh, or him gender-affirming care. You notice how they control the language? Oh, yeah, they've adopted
6: some terms already. Language
5: is everything. Affirming
6: gives you the idea, oh, yeah, it's set in stone. This is what it is. This person belongs in the other
5: gender. You you, you grab these phrases in order to take control of the issue and to intimidate other people from criticizing it and questioning it. uh, This is affirming. Oh, this is positive. This is good. What's wrong with you? Are you a gender denier? What is the opposite of affirm? Deny. And, and 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 this is what the child needs. What do you know? Well, what do you know? That is, is, That is a crazy
6: person. Here is California State Senator Scott Wilk of Santa Clarita. Now, he's a Republican. And as I mentioned, this bill has already cleared a Senate committee. And uh, he, uh, well, he got really frustrated. And uh, this is what he said.
3: I'm now in year 11 in the state legislature and all the time we're proposing policies to protect children after 11 years i've come to a conclusion that we need to start protecting parents that's just not happening i've been here a witness a full frontal assault on charter schools taking away parents choice and how their children are going to be educated to the detriment particularly of children of color in recent years we have put government bureaucrats between parents children and doctors when it comes to medical care and now we have this where if a parent does not support the ideology of the government they're gonna be taken away from the home now I agree with both Senator Weiner and Senator Laird that today it only involves divorce proceedings and frankly a judge can already factor factor this in but I can assure you it's not going to end with divorce proceedings in the past, when we've had these discussions, and I've seen parental rights atrophied, I've encouraged people to keep fighting. I've changed my mind on that. If you love your children, you need to flee California. You need to flee. We are moving towards the pathway of the hands-made tale. California is becoming the new Juliet, and it just breaks my heart. I'm born and raised in this state. I love this state. I'm not going to stay in this state. because it's just too oppressive and i believe in freedom and so i'm going to move to america when i leave the legislature
5: you know this this is this is bordering on some kind of witchcraft you know what the end result here is is that the child's body gets mutilated because eventually you have to uh, change their genitalia and Mm -hmm. and this will all start with a child having a stray thought or a stray interest one day, and then some crazy parent acting on it, taking you to gender-affirming care, and then here comes the therapy, which may just be brainwashing. Then comes the puberty blockers and the hormones, and then comes the irreversible surgery. And I I, I cannot believe we're going to allow anybody to go down this road this is dangerous. Do you know, the, we all program our children with all kinds of stuff, good and bad. Children believe they are whatever we tell them. It starts with religion. If you raise your kid Christian, he identifies as Christian. Raise him Jewish, he's a Jewish uh, uh, child. He 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 says, yes, that's what I am. Yes, that's what I am. And so, if you start saying, well, maybe you're a girl. Oh, maybe I am a girl. Can you imagine a seven year old? He looks at a doll for five minutes, like, well, are you a girl, Todd? Well, I don't know. Am I a girl? Well, you're playing with a with a with a doll there. You might be a girl. Oh, okay, I guess I'm a girl. And next thing you know, he's getting gender affirming surgery. I mean, this is nuts. This is nuts. Children and teenagers are so suggestible. I said this the other day, and it's true. You can go look it up. There are suicide clusters. There are anorexia clusters. It's, it's driven off, often by social media. When you see your peers, your friends, uh, in the grasp of some psychological challenge, often you you teenagers start to think, well, I've got this too. I've got the same issue. It's called a contagion. It's an emotional contagion. And that is an element in this. And, and, and many experts inside this field say, yes, that is a real thing. All right. When we return,
6: we'll turn our attention to what's next for Trump. Now that he has officially appeared in court with the charges against him over hanging on to classified documents. What might be the road we take to finally get rid of this case, too? And what's next? KFI AM 640 Live Everywhere,
5: iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark Live the 24-hour KFI Newsroom.
6: Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.